When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 76, okay, Uh, or 77. I don't know. I'm lost. I don't know what episode it is because it's not my job to keep track of the episode numbers, okay? So um, listen, last episode didn't do so hot. You guys didn't. You hate it. YouTube, I don't know why YouTube hates it when it's not video. That's why we're back in studio. That's why there's this beautiful video for your eyeballs to see because it'll get 10 times more views than the episode did last week. But last week we recorded in the car and unfortunately I don't have the setup to record in the car. So we didn't have that luxury, but it was a great episode. It was a really good episode and not a lot of people listen to it. So I'm probably going to put a little bit, probably like the best clip. I was listening to it this morning and there's a really good bit in there. Uh, Paul's with me. We're in the car together. And so I'm going to put that bit uh, in, in probably at the end of this episode. So at least three of you hear it. At least three people will hear it. And that'll make me happy. Speaking of three people, thank you. We reached 600 subscribers. So we now have at least three real people subscribed to this YouTube channel. And if that's you, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you getting us another hundred. I feel like it was just what? Mm, Five, six episodes ago, we were saying thanks for 500. (coughs) Excuse me. Now we're at six. And uh, who knows, dude? Hopefully next month, maybe when we get to... March, when we get to March Madness, maybe we'll have 700, and that would be dope. So we're cruising and bruising over on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to that channel yet, you can either just go to YouTube and type in What Are We Doing Podcast, or just go to wadpod.com, W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com, backslash YouTube, and it'll take you right to our channel. You click the button. It might even click it for you. And we'll be good to go. You know what I'm saying? We'll be good to go over on the YouTube channel. I know every single one of you has a freaking Gmail, if not six. Okay? So um, <clears throat> by all accounts, we should have 6,000, not 600, but it's fine. We're taking things slow. We're getting the people we need when we need them one at a time. Trust me, we get them one at a time. It fascinates me that obviously when we get to like the million numbers, they just kind of come in like one every few hours, maybe one every minute, but like, it's kind of just like one every week over here at the wad pod, but you know what? We're hustling and grinding and we're doing it. So, um, you know, it's great. We're on the road to episode a hundred. Um, and so do well, 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 well. What do we have here? Our beloved Marine Sergeant Vasquez has found himself in a bit of a pickle, hasn't he? Sergeant Marine Vasquez uh, got a DUI. 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, he got a DUI. Listen, I've heard stories. Not a military guy myself as much as my father wanted me to be, so he didn't have to pay a penny for my college education, which he didn't do anyway, so it's fine. Thank goodness I didn't go. I'm not built for it. It's not me. I'm sorry. I respect the guys who do do it, but I've heard stories, and it sounds like all you guys do over there is have a lot of fun. I know it's a lot of work, uh, but there's a lot of drinking. I've heard there's a lot of drinking on base. And I think my brother is there now. So maybe we'll find out. Eventually, we'll probably find out. But rumor has it that um, some parts of the military drink a lot. And so just for fun, because why not? Funsies, you know what I mean? Get a little case of like 24 pack of tall boys and, you know, finish them. You know, finish them. We, you're not gonna, you're gonna leave a few cans in the box. You're gonna finish them in a few hours, right? And then the next day, you go fly a drone on a football field that you know has the equipment to blow up, like you know, a whole building or something. It's crazy. So, <clears throat> uh, Sergeant Vasquez has got a DUI, and now he's at risk uh, of losing his rank and being discharged from the military permanently. And uh, this isn't good. It's not good. Um, But here's the thing. The kicker of the story is that Vasquez and his friends have come up with a genius, a genius plan, a genius plan, something I've thought about doing, something I thought I did do. I thought I did do this at one point, um, but I guess I didn't. It might have just been a dream, Uh, but I've certainly had this thought before. Okay, and so uh, Vasquez and his friends came up with a plan to save their beloved comrade's career, and it involves none other than the Island Boys. Okay, hear me out. It gets good. Um, What better way to save your career in the military than enlisting the help of these two idiots, the Island Boys? Um... <clears throat> you know, like what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong with this plan? Well, let me tell you, the possibilities are kind of endless. Picture this, the strict, rigid military superiors coming face to face with the diamond spiky dreadlock things that the Island Boys have talking to a military commander. I don't think that would go over too well, but you never know. You never know. You know, it's like clash of the cultures, <laughs> you know, uh, we're sure it's going to be a wild ride. You know what I mean? So before we get ahead of ourselves, let's take a step back and see how we got here in the first place. How did Vasquez end up in this mess? Well, we can only assume that it was a wild night filled with all sorts of hijinks and adventures. Vasquez is known for his strict discipline, but have let his hair down, or in this case, his uniform. <clears throat> so Vasquez and his friends have enlisted the help of the Island Boys. Let's let's see. Let's see what happens. Do not kick Sergeant Vasquez out because he's an Island Boy. 
All I know he got his DUI, but give him a second chance. There's always room for a second chance. He messed up the first time. He'll all prove himself. He will do better. Maybe that was straight in him. Oh, yeah. Don't care, Sergeant Vasquez. I don't care. He's that island boy. And he just does positive stuff. So I know he gonna make it to the top. He's awesome. Awesome. His name go by Vasquez. He gonna make it, yeah. Don't kick him out because you gonna regret it, yeah. You gonna miss him. He's that island boy, yeah. So listen, the the moral of the story is I think the Island Boys <clears throat> instead of this career in music that they're trying to create for themselves, which is is I think done by the way, I think in the trash can, it's I'm pretty sure it's done. Uh what they need to do is they just I think they need to partner with brands to just do this all day. Like just do this but like for, you know, everybody and just keep making these, they should be making the Island boys need to like Gary V this shit up and they need to be making like, you know, like they need to be making 20 of these a day. They need to be making 800 TikToks off of every topic, every topic that goes viral on Twitter. They should make a styled video just like this. And I think their career would come back in a snap. I think if we want to bring the Island Boys career back, we need to have them make these videos every day. They need to stop charging. I don't know how much the sergeant paid. I mean, it's a cameo video, right? So you did. So I don't know how much he paid, but like, um, you know, let's stop charging for those videos. I don't even know if they're on cameo right now. But let's stop charging for those and let's just start, let's start spreading joy. Let's just start spreading joy with the island boys. It's joy with the island boys. It, it rhymes, it flows, like look at me go. You know what I mean? The island boys, the island boys are now, they just need to be brand ambassadors, I think. I think that's what needs to happen. And uh, so they are brand ambassadors. They're brand ambassadors already. Hold on, what's this? Yay. I'm a psycho boy. They're not even island boys anymore. They're not even island boys anymore. They're free. <laughs> They're psycho boys now. Now they've got, it says it was posted by Harley Davidson, uh, UAE. I don't know what that means, if that's an actual account or not. Uh, but, or if, what even this was. Uh, but it, <laughs> I I want one. Are they on Cameo right now? I need a Cameo of the Island Boys right now. Island Boys, please. How much? Please. Booga. Wait. 15% off. Business video. $80. I need $80. <clears throat> Go to patreon.com backslash what are we doing and sign up for our Patreon right now 
And I don't know if there's a donate thing. I need $80. I need like three of you to sign up for our Patreon right now. And I'll get a custom video for this podcast made for the, what do we, I need a, what are we doing? Island boys video is $80 too much. I'm going to text Megs. I'll ask Megs, but I think it might be too much. I need an Island boys. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> As a Wi-Fi podcast is an Island boy. And the island hoes of the what are we doing? And what are we doing with the island boy? And he's a he's he's an amazing host. He's an amazing host. He's a island host of the island podcast. He's an island podcast. He's an island caster. He's out in Lancaster. He's on near Lancaster. And he goes blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I, 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 and he, I, 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 and that would be it. That's what we pay $80 for. I'd pay $80 for that. Damn. Is it worth it? I think it might be worth it, dude. I think it might be worth it. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm going to ask Megs. Maybe for Valentine's Day. There's a lot of Valentine's Day ones here on their page. I need a video from Fly Soldier and Kodiak Red. <laughs> Is their names? I need my own Island Boys video. I need it right now. I need it right now. I need someone to get me. Listen, if... If, 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 if Hassan's audience can pay, can get him a MILF manor. Now I would also love a MILF manor cameo as well, but if Hassan's audience gets him a MILF manor cameo, my audience, why my audience doesn't get me cameos. You guys should be buying me cameos. If you're listening to this, buy me a cameo and I will put it in the episode and I'll, I'll say who you are. And if you don't want me to do that, that's fine, but still buy me cameos. Cause it's fun. It's hilarious. It's the most degrading. I signed up for one. I I want one so bad. I want to charge $3 and I want to make as many freaking cameos for as many people as possible for no reason at all. Because it's when they get them, they'll be like, hey, who the fuck is this? Hey, why are you sending me this cameo? Who is this? Who is he in like Degrassi? Is this the kid who killed himself from Degrassi? Or we can't say that. Can we say that? We can say that. We're not saying that. Is this, is this the kid in the, is this the kid from high school musical? I'm sorry. Who's that? Why did you send me this cameo is really what I want everyone to say. I signed up. They haven't hit me back. They, they haven't responded. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in 2023. You never know. Like the Island boys might just be like, yo, we're closing our cameo. And then the spot might open up and I just might be able to, you know, move in. And so the Island boys, they're, they're simple people. They're very simple people. And you know, you know who else is simple? You know who else is simple? The vice president. I feel like Camila Harris, I feel like Camila Harris doesn't get enough credit. Camila Harris, like, well, first of all, they were definitely hiding her. Like we didn't see her for the first year and a half. Right. And so that was an issue. And so like, then we were all like, Hey, where's Camila Harris? And then she popped back up 
And then they kind of let her come out to play because they realized like the whole Trump thing died down and like it was okay and like they were going to accept it, that who she was and whatever. And so they now she's allowed to talk again, but she's about to have her talking privileges revoked. She's about to go back into hiding. I feel like if she says one more off the wall thing, you know what I mean? Like the president, <laughs> the vice president of the United States, listen to this. This is, hold on. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families. And they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in. So this is basically, now what? Listen, first of all, pause it. Let me, we what we don't see before this clip started was the question. Okay. We didn't see the question. She didn't prepare to go into, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil it, but she didn't prepare. She didn't plan as part of her speech that day because everyone on her team was like, Hey, listen, this part right here, yeah, yeah, this part right here where you explain exactly how a rocket ship works, this part right here where you explain like they go up and then the suits and they strap in and then the tanks fill with thing and then it, psh, like you explaining every step of how a rocket ship launch works, that's not really necessary. So we're probably going to cut that out. We're probably going to cut that out altogether, guys. What do we think? What are we thinking, guys? We're going to cut the whole, you I cut it, cut it. Good. No, you're fine. Cut it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to cut the whole thing out. And, and then Camila Harris was like, no, you think, you think they know. She said, I thought, see, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to figure it out. And her assistant goes, no, no, wait. Her assistant like starts freaking out. Her assistant starts freaking out and she's like, whoa, wait, wait. ma'am, what did you mean by that? Ma'am, what are you going to do? And meanwhile, Camila's already at the podium, like ready to talk. Camila's already there. And she goes up to the podium and she taps on the microphone and she goes, ladies, hi, ladies and gentlemen, hi. Uh, just wondering, we're here today and <clears throat> we're going to discuss the efforts of the United States space program and how that affects the country and everything else going on in relations. But before we, we before we begin, does anyone uh, here, does anyone here not know exactly how a spaceship, a rocket ship works and how it takes off and how astronauts work? And this one like peppy little spit fuck of an intern from Fox News is in the back and he like just slowly raises his hand. And you can just see this one little hand from the crowd go up just because he thinks that's what he has to do because it's the vice president. And uh, <clears throat> so then Camila goes, oh, yep, okay, see, there's one. There's one pointing, like, to her team. And uh, so, so she goes and she starts explaining exactly how a rocket works. To their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and that and that guy in the beginning, the guy the, the, at the end, the guy at the end, the guy at the end, the guy at the end was like, 
the guy at the end was like mesmerized. Someone was in the audience like, holy shit. The thing filled with rocket fuel and then it took off, dude. It launched into the sky and Camila Harris is like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened because that's exactly what she wanted. That response is exactly what she wanted when going into this whole fucking thing, going into the whole thing. And like, it's, dude, she's so, she's so simple. She's so simple, so simple of a human being. And I love it. I love every second of it. She's a degree away, by the way. She's about 1% away from being in control of the entire country, uh, just so everyone is aware as well. Um, so (laughs) there's another, uh, there's another clip here. There's another clip here, um, of just her like obsession with school buses. Did we all see the meme? We've all seen the meme. Like Camila Harris is obsessed, obsessed with the school buses. Now something to cheer us up. Well, perhaps amuse us rather than cheer us up. Listen to the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, she of the awkward laugh and bumbling diplomacy. Have a look at her at an event to promote electric... By the way, they all hate us. They all hate us. Every other country on the planet hates the United States of America. We are the worst country on the planet, and everyone knows it. Little buddies here on the news, the news, the public news in Australia... And he's like, well, here's something to entertain us. Or you know what? Better yet, here's something to cheer you up. If you're upset, if you are upset right now, all you have to do is watch this. If you've been dumped, if your boyfriend of eight years is cheating on you with 17 other girls and you just found out, this video is going to cheer you up. If you just found out that the guy that you've been going to California with and driving around in a Range Rover with and dining and whining with and paying your bills with and because you're doing, he's paying your bills, you're sucking his dick with and like he's paying all your bills with, but like he told you you were the only one, but like he was divorcing his wife, but then you found out there was no divorce and that there's like six other girls, but he's still paying your bills. So like you're still with him and like, you know, it's a whole thing. And like now you found out and you're devastated. If you watch this video, you're going to be, I mean, dude, it's going to be so entertaining for you. Like your whole day, maybe your week, let alone the rest of 2023 for you will be like, I mean, it'll be changed. It will be changed. Flying school buses. So here's the thing. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your- Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Lubak loves a yellow school bus. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Like Camila Harris is at home, like at chat GPT. She's like, write me a speech about yellow school buses in a comedic tone. 
And so then chat GTP spits it out. And then this is exactly what she gets. This is the exact speech that Camelia Harris wrote in chat GPT about yellow school buses. And this is how it starts. Here's the thing. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Yellow school buses are great for... And if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about the, and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? And it's part of, it's part of our, our experience growing up. It's part of, a, you know, a nostalgia and a memory of, of the excitement and joy of going to school to be with your favorite teacher, to be with your best friends. and to This is our tax dollars at work, by the way. This is our tax dollars. Camila Harris gets to travel around the country and gush about school buses and, uh, you know, rocket ships. She gets to tell us about all the transportation. That's literally all Camila Harris has done in the last nine months is talked about transportation. She's talked about really expensive forms of transportation for really expensive public programs that all of our tax dollars pay for. Love it. Uh, Mr. Beast is getting blasted online again, uh, this time for curing blindness. Uh, <laughs> uh, in his latest video, Mr. Beast cures uh, a thousand patients. Over a thousand people undergo cataract surgery. So uh, Mr. Beast did all of the hard work, by the way. Let's not let that go by. As I'm explaining what's going on here, let's explain that like these people weren't just all in a room and he was like, you know what, let's do this today. Like we had to find these people. We had to probably get them to where they needed to be. We probably had to put them up in a hotel. We probably had to do a lot of things to get these people where they needed to be and how they needed to get there and vet them and prove that it was happening and doctor's notes and visits and all this. This didn't just happen in one day. But Mr. B set out to cure the blindness with cataract surgery for a thousand people. Let that sink in. And so, I mean, it's, he's just, he's trying to take over the world one blind person at a time. You know what I mean? Mr. Beast will soon be taking over the world. Like, and let's not forget, this is the man who recreated Squid Games better than Netflix did Squid Games. They're trying again with that other show, like the one 10%, the 100%, the whatever percent show. They're trying again with that, but like Mr. Beast did it better. He did it quicker, he did it faster, he did it stronger, he did it Kanye-er, and he did it with a lot more views, I think. I'm pretty sure he like he like did way more views on his Squid Games than Netflix did on the whole show. So it's crazy, okay? But like also at the same time, he made a video called Squid Games where people allegedly die and then they're out um, and didn't get really any backlash for that. You know, that wasn't really a big thing uh, for Mr. Beast. You know what I'm saying? So the first form of criticism that Jimmy's getting is uh, that why film it, right? Everyone's saying, hey, why don't you just go out and do the good deed? Why you got to film it? Why you got to do this and do that? Well, idiot, if you knew anything about Mr. Beast and his whole process, there's no way that he can pay for a thousand people's eye surgeries uh, without making the video because he doesn't get the money 
from himself. He gets the money from the sponsors and the eyeballs and the things that are on his brands and things that build his brand to make him more valuable so he can do the charitable things. He has a whole nonprofit, I'm pretty sure. He has like a whole like food pantry where they give out like thousands of meals and like food every day. Uh, I believe it's currently happening. I'm pretty sure it's called Beast Philanthropy, but like that's also happening. But like he needs it all to work together, my guy. And if he doesn't make a video on it, how are people supposed to know? And how are we supposed to feel when we just see the article that says, Mr. Beast cures a thousand people's blindness. Great. That's cool, I guess. Now I know that. But if there's a video, and also let's not forget, like we didn't just cure a thousand people's blindness here. Uh, one, one guy got 10 grand, one guy got a Tesla, one kid who's been blind since he was four, got 50 grand for college. Like there was way more to be had and to be said. I think they gave the doctor who did the surgery like a hundred grand. Like it was like, there's a lot to be had and to be made for the video. Like if you know anything about Jimmy's process, you would know that he gives needs to make the video in order to make the next one happen. Like he's spending more than he's making hand over fist, like every time. So like the video is kind of necessary. And so the second argument is, um, Hey, why is it up to the YouTubers to fix a thousand people's eyes? Why is it up to the people of YouTube, like little small town, North Carolina bound, Jimmy, Mr. Beast, why is it up to him to fix a thousand people's eyes? Some would argue, why doesn't the doctor do it on his own? Uh, which isn't a valid argument, but you know, again, there's, it's time required money, whatever it may be. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure the doctor does do plenty of charity work and pro bono cases per year. So let's not put that all on him. But also maybe we could take a step back further and look at the fact that if these people had lived in the majority of other countries on this planet, that that cataract surgery would be paid for in full by their local government. Is that true? Is that, I'm pretty sure. I think that I might be kind of, I'd be onto something, but so like, you know, that's kind of where our healthcare system's failing us. And I mean, everyone knows if you're a veteran, if you're a fan of this podcast, you know, like I dropped my health insurance this year and it's going great. I feel great. I haven't paid for anything. I'm saving money, money I didn't have to begin with. And I couldn't feel better about it. I'm going to go get a checkup here soon. And it's going to be great, dude. And I'm going to do it all without insurance. And I think, I think I have a plan to continue it long term. And if the plan works out in my favor, I might share it fully. I don't know yet. We'll see. I just got to do some testing. It might not be right for everybody. So that's why I'm hesitant, but it's working for me not having health insurance might not be working for you might not be working for her, but it's fine. It's working for me, dude. And so far so good. I've saved $600 so far this year, close to seven. Let's call it seven fifty. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's that big of a deal. So why the U S government or local or whatever type of process this may be, why do we come out and handle all 
all of these surgeries ourselves? Well, because we can't, because we live in a world where this is just how our government works and we're not going to get into it or explain it any further. So we have to rely on Jimmy. We have to rely on YouTubers like Mr. Beast to pay for our cataract surgery. Now, I got LASIK eye surgery and no one wanted to pay for that for me. So that's fine. But other than that, I think we just, this kind of just should not be put maybe on Mr. Beast. We should not be criticizing Mr. Beast here. I think what needs to happen is we need to figure out why he needs to do stuff like this. Why, why should he have to? Like, why is it not the option for this person who has been blind or not blind fully? It's about a 10 minute procedure. They explain it in the video. It's crazy to think that that's where, uh, that that's where we're at. And so I think that that's just my opinion. I, I don't understand it. Um, you know, when we don't get criticized when we're giving people Teslas, but when, when Jimmy goes and lets people see for the first time a priceless, a priceless prize, I think most people would agree that if you were blind and you had the option between driving a Tesla and being able to see on this planet for the first time that most people would probably pick the blind, you know what I mean? Like I'd take a Tesla, you know, I don't know. It has the fireplace, dude. And if you honk, you can make the horn, whatever you want. You just plug in a thing and you can, I don't know. You can do whatever you want. They're cool cars. I'd probably take, I'd be like, yo, Mr. Beast, if you only want to do like one eye and give me a Tesla for the other one, like I'd probably make that offer. If it was me, that's true. I'd do that. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Get one eye done get the Tesla and then just save up money to get the other eye done yourself. And then that's a win-win. You know what I mean? I would have traded an eye for a Tesla if I was one of the people in line at Mr. Beast. Just saying. Uh, but, uh, dude, big sports news this week. Big, a lot of sports, a lot of sports, 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 sports talk this week. I don't know anything about sports, but I know just a little bit. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Big news for Tom Brady. Big news for Tom Brady this week. But before we get to the Tom Brady news, we're going to talk Super Bowl, baby. Hey, Philadelphia, congratulations. Congratulations, Philadelphia. Congratulations. I don't think, here's the issue. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to win, dude. I think I think the Chiefs might have more of a drive to make it happen. I think, um, you know, I think those idiots who fell through the bus station jinxed us. I think because they broke the bus station, they jinxed us. Now they are greasing the poles again, so I can't wait to see the TikToks of you idiots trying to climb the grease poles on Super Bowl Sunday. It's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait. I honestly can't. So... Uh, dude, Super Bowl Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I think I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a football guy. I'll decide in the moment. I'll pick a team at the beginning, and then I'll pick another one after the Rihanna concert. So, and you know what else, dude? I mean, this whole, listen, them trying to have a football game during my Rihanna concert here next Sunday, get over yourselves, Okay. I don't care about your silly little football game. 
I don't care about your silly little referee scores. I don't care about your silly little touchdown dances. You know what dances I do care about? Rihanna shaking her ass. I want to see Rihanna shake her ass at the Super Bowl more than anything this year. You saw her in the Wild Thoughts video, okay? Put a clip of that on the screen. Look at Rihanna in the Wild Thoughts video. You know what I mean? That's what we all been thinking about for the last eight years when she hasn't given us any damn music. So now that she just had her baby, I can't wait. I can't wait to see mommy Rihanna on stage. I hope she shakes her ass. I hope she wears some Fenty. I hope she's sexy. I hope it's banging. I hope she's banging. I hope everything happens. I can't wait. You thought last year's Super Bowl, listen, last year's Super Bowl was kind of dope, and I feel like it's probably not going to top it. Everyone talked about the Super Bowl performance last year. When you have people like Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre, and 50 Cent, and like other, I think even more, Mary J, was there a few, there was others, right? When you have all those legends on the screen at the same time with 3 million eyeballs consecutively watching, it's kind of a big deal. Will Rihanna pull the same numbers? I don't know, man. This is like her big comeback. She's got a few songs out right now. I don't know. I don't know what guests she's bringing out. Could be anybody. Could be any of her collaborators. Will we see Eminem back? It's And dude, it's an iTunes. It's an Apple thing, right? It's, it's Apple Music. So any Apple Music artist, guess who that is? Dr. Dre, Eminem, like that whole universe, that whole Apple music, whatever record label studio, whoever owns that whole thing, Black Rock, I don't know. Whoever owns that is who's doing it. So it's like the possibilities are endless. Coldplay could show up. Eminem could show up. Kanye could show up. Bro, listen. Is Kanye showing up at the Super Bowl this year? Who knows? We'll see. Like, that's the kind of thing. But, dude, so uh, Super Bowl, we're excited for, and uh, we'll probably be watching here. Not going to make a big party. Not going to make a big stink out of it. Um, Megs isn't into it, and so we're just going to probably, like, chill and not do too much of anything uh, I'll watch it. I'll pay attention for half, obviously halftime, and then the back half, of course, after the boy goes to bed. So, uh, dude, big news for Brady this week. Big news for Tom Brady. And, I mean, good for him. Um, I mean, we knew this was coming for a couple of months now. A couple of months now, uh, we knew the news was coming. Um, 80 for Brady is out in theaters. And I it's it's out this weekend, and Megs and I are contemplating tickets. We're dropping the boy off at his aunt's house tonight. We have a weekend alone, and we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. She asked if there was any good movies out, dude, and guess what? 80 for Brady's out, and I don't know. I think we might. I thought Cocaine Bear came out this weekend, but unfortunately it's like two weeks from now, so we can't see that yet. But 80 for Brady is out, and I think, I think we might need to, you know, I think we might need to watch. I think we might need to watch it. We might need to go see 80 for Brady this weekend. I mean, the trailer, the trailer is, um, the trailer's phenomenal. Let's take a look. Can we pull up the trailer? The trailer looks great. I mean, let's, let's watch. Let's see. 
there, this can't be bad, right? This can't be bad. So the title, let's try to figure out what it's about before we watch the trailer. It's called 80 for Brady. And my guess is, I saw the poster, I'm sorry. My guess is it's for four older women who are obsessed with Tom Brady and they really, really want to go see him play, potentially probably at the Super Bowl, right? And it's just about these four ladies and it's filmed in that style that's weird because it's like trying not to be a movie but is a movie style. Like it's, I, I don't know, I can't tell if it's real or not. It's strange, you know what I mean. And so here we go, here's the trailer. You got the trailer, here we go. Now, it's time for the 80 for Brady starting lineup. Lily Tomlin, Wayne State University. Rita Moreno, PS132. Sally Field, Birmingham High School. Jane Fonda, college dropout. (laughs) Okay, so this isn't even the trailer yet. This is what we do now. This is what we put. We do like an intro to the trailer. And now the intro to the trailer for the intro of the movie. Like it's insane. It's insane because we need to make it longer than what it is. And so what they told these women in the movie is they're like, Hey, we need to film this starting lineup thing. It's where we say the college or the last, whatever your top level education is for, you know, when, when they were, you know, playing football in college, they like say what college they were from because now they're on now they're on the Patriots or the 49ers or whatever team they're on. So they say that's how we do the starting lineup. So we need you ladies to sit in the chair and you're gonna say your name and then the name of your school. Say say your name and then the name of the of the school you went to last. So if it was college or high school, whatever school you went to last, that's that's what we need you to say. So say your first and last name and then your high school. And these ladies are literally 80 years old, hence the name of the movie. And so half of them, did you see what's her name? The freaking this chick, uh, Sally Field. Sally Field has no idea what's going on in this clip, in the movie poster. And like, she literally looks like they took her out of the assisted living home she was living in and said, Sally, come on, come on, Sally, it's time. Sally, remember we talked about this? We're doing one more movie. Sally, we're doing one more movie. We need you to come. And she's like, it's the movie. It's the movie about, about the soccer game, right? About the soccer game with David Beckham. And they're like, no, 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 Sally. Sally, we're doing a football movie with Tom Brady. And she just looks confused, dude. She just looks confused from every angle of the production of this movie. And so, so... So she's like Sally Field, I think is my name, and um, Bur- Birmingham High School. Is that right? Did I get it right? Did I get my high school right? And she just looks confused the whole time. And the rest of the women, like they, they needed to be told, <laughs> they needed to be told it like six times. They needed to be told six times what they needed to say. Like, and the producers put in the best clips for those. The clips we saw in that starting lineup were the best ones. And each one of those ladies, cause I would know, cause I just came from a video shoot last week. Each one of those ladies took four hours. They each took four hours to film that starting lineup video. And the people and the editors and the producers, everyone were rolling their eyes the entire time. Like it was a nightmare, but they got it. And they made it work for the five second intro that we absolutely had to put 
on the trailer just to please the investors. So here's uh, here's the beginning of the trailer. Ready? Game's about to start. There's Tom. Oh, oh, what a beautiful man. I like Gronkowski. We know, Chris. We've all read your Gronk erotica. It's not erotica. It's fan fiction. Very sexy fan. Okay. Didn't see this coming. One of the 80-year-old women wrote a book, and it's a Rob Gronkowski erotica. It's a sex fantasy book about this old lady and Rob Gronkowski. And so it's because it's called the book's called I Want It. I want to read it. I want to read it. I want to review it. I want you to read it. It's called Between a Cr- Between a Gronk and a Hard Place. Between a Gronk and a Hard Place. And it's, it's, uh, it says football isn't the only game of inches. And it's just like a photoshopped. It's like, it looks like twilight, but with Rob Gronkowski and this old lady as, as a 20 year old. And it's the most fantastic thing I've ever seen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are six seconds into the trailer. I, I, if Ben Shapiro's movie can only make $800, I have the highest hopes for this movie so far. If it makes anywhere near the realm of Ben Shapiro's $800, I think these guys are going to do okay. Whoever came up with the bit of this woman having a Rob Gronkowski romantic fan fiction sexual novel, whatever you, whatever the fucking term is, disgusting. I, it's, I mean, who, they literally, okay. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is no place for four old women. This could be Tom's last one. He's almost 40. That's like 80 in people years. Yeah, we're 80 in people years. I just really need this trip. I can't believe we're actually here. Taking this one. He's cute. So you don't have any tickets? How much for four? 10,000. 10,000? And so now, okay, I get it. And so now we're going to follow these four. Four old women as they get into, you know, like, you know, into trouble as they go around trying to figure out how to get into the Super Bowl. They're going to try to sneak in. They're going to try to get the tickets, buy them, do this, sleep their way in, sneak past security. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Brady. What are we doing? Okay. So now, hey, they're there, baby. They did it. They're committed. This is based on a true story, by the way. A true story. God. Damn it. Well, I have a 20 in my strap-on. That's a fanny pack. If you wear it like this, it's a strap-on. Wow. The funniest line in the movie. This is the funniest line in the movie. I swear to God, if we actually attempt to watch this from start to finish, if it actually happens, and I don't think it will, but if it actually happens, I guarantee you the fanny pack strap-on thing, that whole comment... Funniest line in the movie. There won't be anything funnier. There won't be anything funnier than that line. It is so great to meet you. Beauty has no expiration date. Krish. I didn't flirt. He did. There's so much here to do. We could even win these tickets. This is a spicy wings contest. Bring the pain. I could use- Guy Fieri's here, baby. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri is in the movie. If the movie is the budget to afford Guy Fieri, I love it. 
I'm down. Now I have to go. We can't let Guy Fieri down. We can't let him down. What happened to the mayor of Flavortown? If this movie tanks, they're going to take his mayor status away. They're going to not let Tom Brady be the mayor of Flavortown if this movie flops. This is probably like his, he probably needs more votes. He probably needs six more votes for the mayor of Flavortown this year. Someone else is going to win. And if we don't go see this movie, Guy Fieri's not going to get renewed for season 87 of Drivers, Dine-Ins, and Dives. He's not going to get it. They're not going to renew Diners, Drivers, and Dives for another season. If this movie flops, we need to go see it. I think we need to all go right now. I think we all need to order tickets. Whether you go or not, just send, spend, the, spend the $19 or however much it is in your town on the ticket and, and go see this movie. All right? Because now Guy Fieri is hosting a hot wing contest. And I guess if you win the hot wing contest, you win tickets to the Super Bowl. So that's what they're trying to do. So again, Sally, the one who has no idea what's going on, she actually thinks this is real. She probably thinks that the whole thing's real and this is actually happening. She looks confused again. Once again, Sally is confused. And instead of getting Sean Evans, hello, dude, we couldn't call Complex or First We Feast or Sean Evans or any of those guys to host the Hot Hot Wings Challenge. You know, might have been a good call. But Guy Fieri, solid choice. This is a spicy wings contest. Bring the pain. I could use a little spice. I know her! If you black out, who you want me to call? An ambulance? Ow! If you did this to give us something to remember, why? Honey, it worked. Do you think you could get us in? Follow me. These are my dancers. Prove it. What dance moves you ladies know? A twist. A jerk? Let's do it. Ray! Can this be, can this be, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know. <laughs> so it's another ridiculous movie. Hey, this might be added. This might be added to the list this year. I heard uh, Knock at the Cabin didn't, isn't, isn't so great, but we're going to, I'm going to look into it and maybe see, but I heard that one's not so great. So that one might be off the list. We might replace Knock at the Cabin on the 2023 list with 80 for Brady. I'm not sure yet, dude. It's not, it's either going to be the best thing I've ever seen. Like it's either got, it's, it's either Sharknado or Sand Shark. You know what I mean? Like there's a distinct difference in those two movies. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I mean, you know? Rock. Hi. So big. Thank you. And now that's just awkward. And now that is the most disgusting, awkward thing that I can think of for this movie to do that she has and written a Gronk Gronkowski sexual fan fiction novel. And now she's like seeing him face to face. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are uh, uh, like on like the, the actors list, by the way, like they are getting actors credits for this movie. It's a bit crazy. Um, and I still don't understand it, but you know, Hey, we're just rolling with the punches here, baby. I didn't put it out. They did. You know what I mean? So one of the ladies go, they go to a 2023 Hollywood after party and they give them what I'm assuming is what high dosage THC drinks. And so she's now hallucinating that herself and everyone else in the room is also Guy Fieri. I, God, I think I have to go. I think we have to see this movie. I'm not sure exactly what's going on anymore 
Like it's not even about football. I don't think I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm actually a little confused and uncomfortable at this point. I'm, I'm not sure it's well, the trailer's over, but it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? I, Oh, careful there. High dosage, high dosage. Excuse me. I'm looking for someone. Are you okay? I'm Guy Fieri. Well, yeah. So big news, big news for Tom Brady this week. Nothing else, nothing else happening in the world of Tom Brady. Just his new movie out in theaters. Now get your tickets at 80 for I believe is the website, not a sponsor, not a sponsor at all. But if they wanted to be, we'd surely take their money because we're not like Mr. Beast. We'll just take it all. We'll take it all. We took the smooth, my balls money. We take the blue chew money. We'll take all the money. We'll take it all. We'll take it all. We'll take it all. The, what are we doing podcast? No other big news for Tom Brady this week. Um, oh, except for he announced he was retiring, but other than that, that's it. Uh, dude, groundhog day was yesterday and I learned something. Oh man. I learned something that I don't know if a lot of people know, I don't know if it's just a thing this year that it's being talked about and discovered, but dude, I mean, it's like one of the most ridiculous things I've learned. I am now 30 years old. And when I tell you, I learned something new every day. Groundhog's Day was yesterday and all my life, much like you guys, I was raised to believe that Punxsutawney Phil came out of his hole every year. They picked him up. They said, oh shit, there's a shadow or not. I don't know. Did he see a shadow? I don't know what happened this year. You know what I mean? We'd wait the newspaper or we would wait for our principal or the school to tell us because they had access to the news. Like we didn't have social media as kids. So we never knew if he saw the shadow or not. And when we were ready to learn that information, they told us and we were like, okay, here we go, baby. Six more weeks of winter. Here we go, baby. (coughs) Spring's coming soon. You know what I mean? And so like we would wait as kids for Punxsutawney Phil to tell us the news, whether there were six more weeks of winter or not. And of course, then as you grow up through the years, now I know that everyone knows this, that there is actually six more weeks of winter, okay? There is actually six more weeks of winter. So whatever Punxsutawney Phil decides he's going to do or say or see, uh, we don't actually know because it's fine because that's just how the world works and it's all just another gimmick that our parents have turned into a tradition that will hopefully most likely never die. But then also we kind of wish it would because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, so every year they take Punxsutawney Phil out of his little hole and they hold him up and he pisses all over the guy's arm. It's hilarious. It happens every time and he pees all over him. And then whether he sees a shadow or not, they make some shit up. It just depends where the fucking sun is. It doesn't fucking matter. They just make some shit up. So all of our lives, we were led to believe that Punxsutawney Phil was the groundhog. He was the groundhog of Pennsylvania. He was the groundhog we saw in all the commercials on the thing. He was the reason for Groundhog Day. Punxsutawney Phil was the groundhog. And ladies and gentlemen, I apologize that you had to hear it from me, but they 
have lied to our faces. I just discovered this at 30 years old, that there is a true groundhog and that the Punxsutawney Phil does not actually predict the correct outcome of what's happening in the next six weeks. Punxsutawney Phil is a fake. And according to what this newfound research shows us, and I have some screenshots, they'll be on the screen here in this website, and the data that we found, because we do our research here on the What Are We Doing podcast, that it is not Punxsutawney Phil, that it's Octorero Orphe. Now, Octorero Orphe is the true groundhog to predict the next six weeks of weather, okay? Octorero Orphe, Octorero, Octorero Orphe. How about we just call him Orphe? Can we call him Orphe? Everyone knows who I'm talking about? Octorero, I know it's like the name of the town or whatever. It's the thing, the river. It's fine. We're just, I'm not going to say it because it's, it's complicated. It's tongue tied and I'm going to mess it up a bunch of times and you're going to make fun of me more in the comments than you already do. Orphe resides in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And Orphe is the true groundhog to predict the weather of Pennsylvania and the rest of the country. Now, there are other groundhogs that I've discovered along the way, but Octorero Orphe, according to the website, according to the website, is the one true groundhog. Every Groundhog Day, February 2nd, we turn eyes to Octorero Orphe, world-renowned weather prognog... Pro Jesus Christ, what's with the word? Can the English language, can we fix it, please? Every Groundhog Day, February 2nd, we turn our eyes to Octorero Orphe, world-renowned weather predictor and the one true groundhog. His faithful followers, the hibernating governors of the slumbering Groundhog Lodge, arise before dawn and scour the banks of the mighty west branch of the Octorero Creek for a glimpse of one of Orphe's reclusive kin. Once a groundhog has been sighted, every movement is carefully observed and recorded for posterity. Poster, posternity for recorded for their records. Then the faithful squad rushes back to their secluded chateau at White Rock Lodge and ascend the pinnacle of proclamation and the manager. I don't, I can't even, it's basically, I can't even finish it. Listen, other ground. And then it says other so-called groundhogs may wage more effective publicity campaigns and draw celebrity endorsements like flies, but Orphe is not distracted by the worldly pursuits of fame and fortune. To him and his followers, all that matters is that his ongoing legacy of perfect accuracy. Every year since 1908, Orphe's phenomenal and still unbroken streak of correct predictions has earned him the title of the one true groundhog. And so, listen, I basically have concluded that with this information, I don't want to hear a goddamn word about Punxsutawney Phil or anything, anything related to Groundhog's Day and Punxsutawney Phil. If the name 
Octorero Orfi is not coming out of your mouth in February 2nd of 2024. It's fine. You've been forgiven up until this point of your life. But if you are not following the advice and the winter weather advisories of Octorero Orfi in 2024, we can no longer be friends or associates, or you can no longer, you can't listen to this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. That's basically it. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's crazy to think that um, people are actually talking about it. Move over, Punxsutawney Phil. South Central Pennsylvania has several special groundhogs to give us the forecast, including Octorero Orphe. And we send Fox 43's Tyler Hatfield to the slumbering lodge in Lancaster County now, where Orphe made his forecast a little earlier this morning. And uh, Tyler, we hear it has been quite the party there. Yes, it has been quite a morning here in Lancaster County. Quite the party. It's been quite the party at 7 a.m. At 7 a.m. At 7 a.m. It's been quite the party. Tyler looks like he just got done smoking a fat one with his friends in the news van. Like, it looks like they're partying. Okay, we're going to see some of the partiers here in a second, but I think it's literally 7 a.m. And they sent the best correspondent they had to talk to this man who is presumably 99 years old. In Lancaster County and Orphe made his prediction just a bit ago. And what was his prediction? Spring is right around the corner. That is Charles. Spring is right around the corner. Contrary to what Punxsutawney Phil said. What am I supposed to believe? Am I getting six more weeks of winter or is it six weeks of spring? What is it? So, you know what I mean? This is where I was confused over the weekend, but ultimately, like I said, Octorero Orphe, warm weather's coming, baby. Here we go. He is a hibernating governor here at the Slumbering Lodge. And what does that mean? What does the hibernating governor mean? Well, the hibernating governor, the chairman, uh, oversees a board of 10 hibernating governors who govern the lodge. What? <laughs> They're just zooming in. The cameraman, the cameraman's so drunk because they've been partying at 7 a.m. They've all got beer. You'll see a guy here. They've all been drinking. They've all been drinking since 7 a.m. celebrating this groundhog. And so now the cameraman is just drunk, zooming in on, on the guy's scarf and his, like, outfit that uh, the, the governor's, the, the governor's of, of the groundhog, who's dead, by the way. They carry around a fake, like, taxidermy groundhog because Orphe's dead. Orphe's been dead. I, Punxsutawney Phil, they just replaced. Like, we haven't, Punxsutawney Phil's been alive forever, but this, these people, this guy's under his cloak is a, I swear to God, I'll have a picture, is a taxidermy groundhog. And they carry it around and they worship this thing and they pray to it. And it's like a thing, dude. It's a, it's a thing. I'm telling you. Planning and getting ready for this day. Now, we saw just a couple minutes ago, one of the new members got dunked. And I also heard, this is what you told me, that you were dunked as well. Tell us a little bit about that tradition. I also heard, this is what you told that me. That tradition, I think, was started back in the early 70s. Uh, dunk squad then started, 
And the Dunk Squad is comprised of all the members who have been dunked into the icy waters of the Octorare. I mean, that would wake you up, especially this morning. So you had so many people come out, even on a Thursday. How, how early did you all start this party? Well, the squads were here at 2.37 Groundhog Standard Time this morning. 2 a.m. And they set out... On 2 a.m. The people uh, showed up at 2 a.m. Uh, trails out in the woods by the creek. Look at 2 a.m. This man woke up, put on his white cloak and his little his scarf that says Ophi on it, and it's got little groundhog prints on it, and his top hat and his little rifle. I don't know what the rifle's for because I don't think we're shooting the groundhogs, but for some reason we have a rifle. And dude, it just, um, since 2 a.m., we've been waiting for this groundhog to come out of the hole and see if there's a shadow, praying to the groundhog gods that we're going to get a shadow and what's going to happen. And so since we've seen that, we've just been celebrating ever since. Then you guys showed up in the news van and then we did some shots. And then this guy over here drank like six beers. And then, and then we threw one guy in the river. One guy got tossed in the river. He's warming up. Let's go talk. Let's actually, let's talk to him for a second. On their, on their uh, <laughs> uh, trails out in the woods by the creek looking for the happy groundhog. <laughs> someone, someone just lost a hand. Someone just either died from an explosion or lost a hand. An explosion just happened. Who? What's going on? What's going on? Do we put dynamite in the groundhog holes on Groundhog Day for Ophi? It's a celebration of Ophi, so we're blowing them up. Why do we have explosives at Groundhog Day, dude? And like the news guy, Tyler, keeping us cool. Keeping us cool the whole damn time. And as you can hear, that was the cannon. <laughs> Still trying to figure out what that's for. What <laughs> yeah, what's the cannon for? Well, the cannon has been here for years and it's just a symbol of let's have a party, I guess you could say. All right, and hold on one second. We have we figured it out. I'm sorry. It wasn't an explosion. No one lost a hand. Everyone's okay. It was just their cannon. And so the reason, and so Tyler was trying to figure out all morning, and now we have, finally have an answer. Why do they have a cannon and why do they shoot it off? And the answer coming from the chairman himself says, oh, it's just we had a cannon and we decided to uh, one day we shot it off and it fucking worked. It worked. Would you believe it? It worked. The cannon works. So now every year we, we scound it. We try to find a cannonball and enough powder to fill it up. And if we get it, we get it. And then we just blast it off every year as a, as a, as a symbol of, uh, as a symbol of partying, you know, so it's cool. And now here we go. Finally, we have the exclusive, the man we threw in the river and what better way to warm up at 7am after being tossed in, uh, in what is, presumably an extension of the Susquehanna. So, you know, it was either his body or another body that might've popped up out of the water. We were never really sure every year either, you know? All right. They're over there smoking cigarette. 
They're smoking cigarettes, not even not even ready to be on news or the television. Who knows if we have consent? He's over smoking cigarettes with his buddy in the parking lot, and we're just panning right over. Let's uh, let's talk to him, even if he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? Walking over. All right. What's your name? Jim. Jim, you were in the Icy Creek. How did that feel? The West Branch of the Octorera. Felt great. Felt great? All right. Well, I don't know. That would have been the coolest thing I think I could imagine. But thank you all so much for that. And then Tyler immediately regrets it. Tyler immediately regrets asking Jim how it felt to be thrown in the river. He's like, hey, man, Jim, you just got tossed in the river at 7 a.m. How'd it feel? And Jim was like, yeah, dude, great. It felt fantastic. You want to know why? Because this is my sixth beer and it's only 8 a.m. So I'm going to have three more and then someone's going to drive me home and that's just going to be the start of my day. So getting tossed in the river wasn't really all that bad. And Tyler immediately decided that talking to Jim was a terrible idea. Let's take it back to the studio, back to you guys over there. What's uh, what's going on? Let's take it back to local news. If you guys aren't on board with Octorero Orphe next year, I mean, the groundhog at the Slumbering Lodge uh, with hibernating governors. I mean, he predicts an early spring, and that's what we're all about. We're all about that warm weather, baby. We're all about that warm weather, baby. And so it's crazy to think that we are just, well, for one, predicting the weather with a groundhog. And two, uh, in order to do that, we're up at 3 a.m. We've got the news there. We're doing log tap dances. We're shooting off cannons. We're drinking beer. We're having a great time. All in celebration of a groundhog. And ladies and gentlemen, that's like, that's central PA. You know what I mean? That's what Pennsylvania, and I mean, most of America, I guess, is all about, you know? Most of us celebrate ground Groundhog's Day. And that's just, that's how it goes. And that's how the cookie crumbles. My name's Levi McCurdy. This has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to all of our Patreons this week. Um, if you haven't joined, head on over to patreon.com backslash what are we doing. We're going to start putting more content on there very, very soon. We've got some things recorded as well. Uh, If you haven't listened to last week's episode, please, please do so. It was extremely hilarious and not a lot of people heard it because of the whole video aspect. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'll put a clip in here for a second, maybe. Um, But dude, listen to that episode and uh, go check that out. My name is Levi McCurdy. I'll see you guys next week. So far, so good for 2023, baby. I'm securing some more guests soon. I've got some more surprises on the way, and I think you guys are going to be really excited. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm extremely excited to see where we go and where we take it. So this has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys so much. Like, subscribe. Thank you so much for 600 on YouTube. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out. This is the What Are We Doing Podcast.